Somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way. Chewy. We're home. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Walking Carpet, the Geekiverse's weekly Star Wars talk show. We are in a new format here, uh, all podcast. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me today, the Bruner 2.0, Trevor White. How What's are up? you, Trevor? What's up, guys? What's up, Joe? <laughs> this is super exciting. <laughs> uh, like I said, we're back in podcast form. Uh, we had 10 video episodes done of this, so we are going to start right here at episode 11. Uh, very exciting. What we have on deck this week. Oh, we well, have well, Jamie! <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Well, hello. Oh, and Lindy Ruff. <laughs> that's... Uh, <laughs> That's nice. So, uh, Star Wars Rebels season three premiered this week. Trevor, very good episode. First thoughts? Uh, it's it was really good. Um, there were some upsides and some downsides. I mean, we'll obviously talk about that. But overall, I think um, it had to have been like out of five stars, maybe like three and a half or four. Probably towards the the four side. I was gonna say out of ten. <laughs> oh. I, did, I did review it. <laughs> um, I did review the premiere episode here for uh, thegeekiverse.com. Um, I gave it an eight point five out of ten. Uh, there are a few things I cited, but we'll get to those as we we go on to the episode here. Uh, first of all, Ezra, what do you think of his new appearance? A little bit of the dark side poll going on. What you know, his powers look awesome. Oh. I, I was looking. We have some action figures here, <laughs> and you don't have Ezra. But I was, I was no. just gonna like based off of that. Some Disney Infinity uh, Star Wars characters right on the table. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think uh, especially because Ezra is kind of leaning towards the dark side now. I think he looks the part, and because he's older too, he he definitely looks the part. Um, uh, how old is he supposed to be now? Oh man, I think he is about thirteen or fourteen. He is right in that ballpark. Yeah, so he he's kind of getting like angsty, which yep. is cool. It makes sense because he's starting to be a teenager now. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I think it's perfect. He is very much Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like a lot of similarities. Um, he there's been debate over his appearance. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like the short haircut. I know Jeff Pavlock and I talked about it. He said he looks like a, a cue ball. I think yeah he does uh, look good. i said he could he could <laughs> be in gears of war oh yeah no definitely <laughs> like you know maybe he is jd phoenix's cousin we don't know <laughs> yet maybe there's some gears of war star wars crossover we don't JD know about phoenix does sound like a star wars name too i'm just saying in there in phoenix squadron oh man, mind blown it fits. <laughs> if he doesn't show up if jd phoenix doesn't show up in rebels i'm gonna be really disappointed i quit <laughs> i'm just done yeah <laughs> so new appearance he uh we should probably say full spoiler alerts uh if you have not seen this oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> we didn't really give away too much no not really because it's in the trailer there's like a little a little clip that they showed beforehand <laughs> yes there is uh also rebel season two if you haven't seen that i'm sorry you need to go watch that yeah uh, really if you haven't seen any of rebels you should watch it and also if you haven't watched clone wars you should probably watch that too because they kind of leak over a little bit which i think is really cool oh yeah there's Since, some nice crossover and it's yeah. relevant yeah, it's, it's not so just relevant. for the sake of crossover yeah. which we see so much these days but ezra and kanan are split up currently taking a break i think is a good way to put it yeah um 
Kanan, obviously accident at the end of last season, thanks to Maul. He can't see anymore. It's very much like Rom Coda from Star Wars: The Force Unleashed video game. If you have, did you play that one at all? Uh, I've played very limited amounts, and by limited, I mean probably like the first level. Okay. I have it on my Mac actually, because I have it for Mac. Except for when you play it, you the controls that they give you are based off of the Xbox controller. So okay. like they'll say, "Oh yeah." Pull right trigger to throw your lightsaber and it's like uh i have a mech how do i do this <laughs> what's the right trigger <laughs> oh that's brutal but i've i have seen um like from a lot of playthroughs a lot of the extended universe that isn't canon anymore there's a lot of jedi or a lot of sith that have um lost their vision so they either have like bandages or yep. like uh, um like kanan uh kanan's eyes are like whited out yeah and I like that aspect to him because he kind of plays that older Jedi. Uh, in this, Ezra, going back to the, the squad, if you will, he's kind of the guy now. He's in charge. He's running the show. So for any of the missions, the the, the Rebel Alliance has him kind of calling the shots. And he's a little reckless. He plays off of his emotions, and I think that works for the show really well. Yeah. My favorite part was him taking over the ATST with the pure force powers yeah it was awesome oh man like that's something we haven't seen and it's something that i feel like in the movies they don't show enough of how powerful force wielders can be i agree um like i see a lot in the comics like especially there was one darth vader comic that it's like the newer darth vader comics um he just like throws an atat walker down yeah it's like why can't they show this in more of the movies? Maybe in Rogue One. Yeah, well, I hope so in Rogue One. Yeah. I really hope so. That'd be phenomenal. But I really enjoy that they can bring this kind of... It's kind of the same thing with comic books, how they have, like... In the movies nowadays, they have, like... It's got to be kind of like a modern-day sort of feel. So it's kind of it kind of has to be plausible. Where, like, in the comics, they just have, like, weird dudes, like, teleporting from space <laughs> and, like just random superheroes like in guardians of the galaxy the one dude that they're gonna have in the new movie in the comics he's a planet a whole rogue planet and now they have to make him into the guy that russell crowe is playing or not russell crowe russell crowe <laughs> russell crowe <laughs> kurt, kurt russell kurt russell <laughs> kurt russell crowe we just combined crow. people that's hilarious Oh my but, but yeah, so the guy that Russell or Kurt Russell is playing in the movies, his character is a rogue planet in the comics. Okay. So, so I really enjoy how, I mean, it's obviously a cartoon. It's animated. So it's got to be a little bit, you know, out, out there. And it's for kids, too. It's supposed to be for kids anyways. Right. But, but you have, like, people like us who watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think kids are going to be just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to people who actually watch rebels <laughs> yeah it's going to oh, be yeah. people like you and me and honestly <laughs> probably much older yeah um watching with their kids so ezra takes control of the atst and that it's a kind of dark moment at the end like he walks it off a cliff it's so dark and it's it makes it even darker because you have all these guys who are on the rebellion and they're kind of like a rough bunch but they know when to stop. They know when it's too much. Yeah, they, they see the line. He clearly 
it's is going to stop at nothing to save his friends. Yeah, and like like you said, it's very Anakin esque. Yes, because what did he do? That's what he, he he went dark to save Padme essentially. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to see that. I like where that character is going because there's a lot of depth. Uh, there's been a lot of theories as to who Ezra really is, and that's something that we'll pull into uh, a later segment in our podcast. But continuing on with podcast or uh, section number one here, I wanted to ask you. She didn't show up, but what do you think happened at the end of season two with Ahsoka? Do you uh, think she died, or do you think they just left it open because they they couldn't decide? I think they left it open because honestly, you have characters like Darth Maul who came back in Clone Wars from, uh, by the way, one of the feature length films. Yeah, from supposedly one of the films. dies exactly. They bring him back, and I I'm a huge Darth Maul fan huge like he's my favorite dark side character oh yeah like in the the original battlefront games like that's the main hero that i would play as or the main villain i guess and in those games he's just so cool by the way i'm super tight with ray park yeah oh yeah oh yeah definitely (laughs) we you know we we basically went to sears it looks like and just took a a karate picture (laughs) together that's exactly what that looked like like kmart you know (laughs) So I got to meet Ray Park at Nickel City oh. Con. It was one of the the greatest moments. I I look at him. I go, "You you are my favorite character," and he goes, yeah. "Well, thank you." <laughs> He's probably heard that so many times, but like, and I genuinely meant he it. Really, yeah, he really doesn't know that. Like, like he is my my favorite. Yeah, he's like, definitely one of my favorite villains. Lauren, my wife, uh, also got to meet him and wanted to take a picture with him. And she wanted him to hold her up because <laughs> he's he's stacked like oh yeah he's probably goodness like five six five seven he's a short guy but he is jacked like goodness jack mall he should be called <laughs> uh anyway she's like would you pick me up for the picture is that allowed and he's like very sympathetic he's like no he goes but we can pose <laughs> like i'm like holy crap like darth maul in front of me is like we can pose <laughs> no i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine no we can pose at last we'll have a revenge you know like he was such a cheery guy but <laughs> i'm getting way off topic here uh yeah, that's okay with uh, it's the beauty of podcasting we're not limited to a 10 minute segment anymore as yeah. we cross 10 and a half minutes here uh so ahsoka I am in the same mindset. I don't think they know. Yeah. I don't think they know. And I don't like that. Like, commit to this. Either kill her or don't. But I, I thought it was such an emotional, powerful end to season two. Vader walking away, half of his mask gone. Um, and the thing about that is, is they kind of left it open because he's definitely on the dark side now. You can you can tell. He's just on the dark side. Consumed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But... At the same time, he has this connection with Ahsoka that you see go from the Clone Wars into Rebels. And it's more in the Clone Wars because obviously, spoiler alert if you haven't watched that, she like leaves towards the end of end of the, the series. Um leaves the Jedi Order. Yeah, leaves the <laughs> Jedi Order completely. But um I feel like he's still young. And you can see it on his face when they cut his mask open. He's obviously still a younger guy. Yes. Um, so I think that he kind of had a connection to or with her because it used to be his Padawan. So um, 
like he's he's still got the connection he's still got the feeling that like oh this is somebody that like i have a huge connection to so um like they left it open completely and totally open with that because it's either he kills his padawan who he's connected to with the like through the force so you know all their emotions and everything like that or he's just so evil that he killed her Right, and then and we're all like not so shocked, but we're definitely still in shock about it. Like that he, he would do that, right? I mean, he he couldn't. He had no problem going after Obi Wan. Yeah, in Episode Three, he had reservations the entire time about fighting Luke in Episode Five and Six, and couldn't bring himself to totally finish the job. Mm-hmm. So it makes you wonder. You see both ends of the spectrum there. Did he do it? Like I I don't know because the way he walks away is so ambiguous but i can see it going either way oh, he yeah. looks defeated like she gave him a fight and mm-hmm. that is saying something for darth vader like it did he finish the job is he feeling remorse right now like i can't believe i did that or is he did he maybe leave her in in the sith temple like goodness i don't know yeah maybe he thought that like because the sith temple was being destroyed it was collapsing on itself that maybe she was gonna die anyways so maybe he, maybe he wounded her and thought, oh yeah, I'll just leave her here. Right. right. I mean, um, I recently I've been collecting some Star Wars like graphic novels, and I'm I should let you borrow them because they're really good. Yeah. Um, I have volume one and volume two of The Empire by Marvel, and they're really good because it basically just follows Darth Vader around, and it shows how um, Palpatine kind of like takes advantage of him like um he he wants to go and keep like finding the jedi and killing them because he knows if he leaves leaves more jedi out in the in the galaxy like they're just going to come back it's going to come back to haunt them sure so um but palpatine wants him to go do other things he's trying to distract him with other tasks and stuff like that and eventually like by the end of the section of the comic he finds a jedi or something and tries to kill them and like fails but um you can kind of see how he, how Vader, like, kind of regrets joining Palpatine. How he can tell that Palpatine is just using him for his power. And I think in episode four, or in episode five and six, you can tell that Vader's had, like, enough of Palpatine's crap. He just wants to, like, either take over for, for Palpatine, like, off him. Mm-hmm. Or like just leave him and start his own thing and take over the rest of the galaxy somehow. So it's it's really cool looking and seeing all these emotions like that Vader has. Seeing like, inside the yeah. head as opposed to just the lifeless machine. Yeah, like because the first time that I saw episode five and episode six, I was like, wow, this guy is super evil. And until the very end when he throws Palpatine off the edge, just like, oh wow, he like vader won't let luke go he just keeps chasing him all over the place and if he like decides not to then all of a sudden he accidentally runs into him and then he just gets like another bloodlust for luke right but like when you can see in his head which that um last episode for season two of rebels did you can see like oh yeah maybe he still has emotions maybe he still has feelings that because ahsoka used to be his his paddling i and they, they did it beautifully it was so good. I rewatched it last night because I did want to talk about it a little bit today because I feel like it, it's still looming into season three here. Uh, there were a few months that took place in between season two and three. 
but nonetheless, it's awesome seeing Ezra kind of take center stage with those powers. Um, and then you, you kind of wonder in the back of your mind if Ahsoka is going to pop up. Uh, she is appearing in her first graphic, or not graphic novel, just regular novel uh, in October. So October 11th uh, comes a book called Ahsoka. Oh, I cannot awesome. wait to read it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be about her time after she left the Jedi Order in Clone Wars and before she meets up with the That's Rebels. That's going to be so cool. I, I cannot wait I to see that. I love these little connector novels. I know. I, I hope it's good because recently, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really read a lot of the novels, um, but I've heard that like a lot of the newer Star Wars books aren't that good. So it kind of is like throwing me off from like reading them. Sure. But I've been reading like a lot of the old... Um, like right now, actually, Segway. <laughs> or is, is that, yeah, is Segway? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been reading the Thrawn trilogy. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. It's so good, and actually, while while we're talking about Thrawn, one might he, say a grand, <laughs> Grand Admiral Thrawn, or Grand Grand. Admiral. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep because because Grand I'm, Moff Tarkin. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of towards the end, and um. I don't know. There's a bunch of Grand Moffs. They keep talking about Grand Moffs and stuff. But, um, yeah, Grand Admiral, Admiral Thrawn, it, he kind of disappointed me in this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just because I've been reading the books, and they're so good. Timothy Zahn is such a good Star Wars writer. I wish he would, like, join in the writing for the scripts for the new up, the new movies. I can't believe that he is writing a Thrawn book right now. Yeah, due out next year. Oh, it's gonna be that so is good. thrilling. Yeah, it's oh man, I I'm gonna read it as soon as it comes out. Day one for me, I cannot wait. If, if not day one, I'm gonna like borrow it from somebody. Yes, I will buy it. Don't if worry. They, if they know it or not, <laughs> I well piggybacking on that, I recently read Lost Stars, yeah. which was really good. It was a lead up to Force Awakens, and it showed a timeline. Spoiler alert, from basically right after eight years after the empire took over the republic all the way up into the battle of jakku and it follows these two young cadets uh who fall in love grow up on a planet called jellicon and go through the imperial academy and they go through all the major battles oh so yeah i heard about that it's really good oh man it's over 500 pages but it moves so fast so they're in the background in the battle of yavin one of the girls up oh, the star destroyer that crashes into the second death star in return of the jedi that's like the main character star destroyer it's like it's unreal oh, that's so cool when i go to watch these movies now i'm like oh my gosh they're standing in the background or like i i can't even tell you that was a really good one that was by claudia gray i'm also reading bloodline right now which is about general leia before she's general so we're about probably right smack dab between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. And her and Han are still together. Mm -hmm. They refer to Kylo Ren as Ben still, if that tells you anything. Oh, man. And Leia's basically trying to leave the political game. But there's all these flashbacks. There's, like, footage out there of her killing Jabba the Hutt that she's trying to bury. Like, it's awesome. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, man, that sounds really good. It's really good. I'm huh. about a third of the way through that one. Thrawn. That book next year looks amazing. In this iteration here in Rebels, I liked him. I liked the, I thought we got just enough of him. I I yeah. think maybe I, I think without a doubt actually, 
he's going to be the main culprit throughout the season. Like, I he's really not going so. anywhere soon. Yeah, because he's, like, one of the best villains that didn't come out of the movies. And probably the most popular character from the Star Wars Legends, yeah. the non-canon stuff, that is now canon. And it's freaking awesome. Like, he's exactly how I imagined him. He's cold. He's methodical. He's not like Vader, who's going to choke you. He's going to, like take you down in a way that's gonna hurt actually yeah. probably a lot more one of the things that i didn't like though was i didn't like how kind of computerized they made him look and sound he kind okay. of had like a monotone voice and i always kind of pictured him as had like being cultured because well in um uh timothy zahn also had a, like a prequel book to the the thrawn trilogy yep where you actually first meet thrawn and he's like this this commander of the the chiss um what is that the expansionary not the expansionary fleet it's he's like a, a commander of his own like little fleet and he um you know can tell all of uh, all about uh a culture through their artwork and it's the same thing in the the thrawn trilogy the original books where he can just like look at you know, like a painting or a sculpture or something like that, or music, and tell how an alien life form or like a um, like a general is gonna act based on like his his race's artwork, and it's just so cool. Like, I I, I don't see him kind of playing that up though because yeah. he's they brought him in in Rebels here to kind of be that guy to take a new approach. To destroying yeah. the rebels. Oh yeah. Well, I th I think they're gonna do that, but I just like the way his voice is. I I, I don't know. It just kind of bothered me at first. Oh, and that's fine. I I liked it for what it's worth. I thought the line that he said that was from the the final trailer for the season, where he said, "I'm going to make them the architects of their own destruction." Yeah. Was oh, chilling. Man. Yeah, so chilling. That's like big screen i got goosebumps saying that line right now i would love a picture of that framed like <laughs> it is awesome so if any of you geeks out there are getting me a christmas gift in a few months that's it right there <laughs> thrawn goodness gracious i i think it was a nice setup i know trevor's got a little different opinion on it i i think it's for the better though oh, would you yeah. agree that he's probably gonna be a pretty awesome character at least at some point here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're definitely going to add on to him, which is going to be nice. Some more depth, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be tons more depth. Uh, it was nice seeing Tarkin for a bit. Uh, we saw Rex a little bit, obviously, as a part of the uh, Ghost crew. And he's taken a little ex uh, exception to Ezra's, I guess, leadership as well as the rest of the crew. Mm -hmm. uh, so... I don't know about you. I kind of get the feeling he's going to be killed off at some yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that. <laughs> he seems like the guy. I think it's going to be this season. I think so too. Because I don't think that they can like hold on to um anything more of the Clone Wars than they already have. Let's also um, remember he ages twice as fast. Yeah. As a normal person because he's a clone. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, especially in like um season two when they first find all the clones. They find the the three guys yeah. just chilling out with an E. T. what is that? Uh, that one, I'm not sure. That was not an ATST or an ATAT. No, I can't By remember way, what it is. Do you usually say ADAT or ATAT? That's the thing, is like, <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable saying ADAT. 
So do I. I've always said ATAT. Yeah, it's just so weird. But everybody calls it ADAT. And it's like. That seems like a trend recently, though, to me. Yeah. I've said it my whole life, (laughs) ATAT. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, no, it's ADAT. It's ADAT. That's like the hipster way to say it. (laughs) (laughs) What about, like, an ATST, though? Is it an AST? An (laughs) AST? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Makes zero sense. No. I mean, get with it, Star Wars fans. Come on. You're talking to two of the biggest Star Wars fans in the universe. <laughs> in this house. In this house, for sure. <laughs> Bendu, uh, voiced by Tom Baker. That is the creature that Kanan finds. I uh, thought who it was kind of Force-sensitive. I thought it was so strange, but at the same time, it's one of those things, like I said before, where it's a cartoon, so they can have like weird things in there. Sure. They can have... It's far-fetched. Yeah. But it, it is you know, mythical thing. So no, at it's the same really time, cool. yeah. I liked his relationship. I liked that he helped Kanan kind of find himself. Yeah. Uh, the voice acting was superb. I thought like, Oh yeah. Super his, inviting. His voice was like super, I don't know what it was. It was super relaxing. And I was like, yeah, this is the perfect, I don't know. It's a perfect voice for like a weird character, but at the same time, a character that's going to lead you back from the edge. I agree. It reminded me very much of Laura Santeca. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. If he were to ever voice a uh, a character, I think it would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanan, I think that's a good segue. He's soul-searching right now. He's spending some time away from Ezra, his apprentice, which is dangerous because Maul is pursuing him, as well as the rest of the crew. Uh, obviously, they, they meet up at some point, and the Sith holocron plays a big part in that. But Kanan, I mean, where do you see his and Ezra's relationship going here? I Okay, that's one of the problems that I had with this episode was, okay, Thrawn and Kanan and Ezra at the very end. Because it almost seems like Ezra gave up on the dark side super fast. Just like, because he, he just kind of cried and said, oh yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. And then, like, they just kind of walked off together. Like, no chance. Like, Yeah, and, I think I think that maybe, as far as Ezra goes, he should have, like, been still kind of edgy towards Kanan, but at the same time, like, thank you for coming to rescue me. Sure, a little bit more, not that we want to overplay it, but, like, Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Right? Like, they are definitely supposed to be a little bit symmetrical. How about the symbolism, though, with the Sith holocron inside of Ezra's stormtrooper helmet saying that, was, that it's in his head the dark side is in his head yeah that's really cool like that was sick <laughs> yeah this it is very deep and obviously the show is kind of geared towards kids but they know that older <laughs> fans are watching yeah they must know and they have to <laughs> exactly it's the only canon thing on screen outside of Clone Wars and the seven films so far so it's yeah. it's something to, to watch for sure but I thought that that was chilling um, yeah, I didn't even really think about it like that until I, I was reading it. about it. Uh, oh, really? Oh, so yeah. I was kind of I was writing my review. I had re- remembered that specifically it made those eyes glow, and sure enough, one review I came across. I want to say it was from Den of Geek. the The writer there said, like the force, the dark side of the force is literally in his head. And I was like, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, it makes so much sense it was awesome like kudos to the writers for this for putting that in there mm-hmm. um last point on rebels did you happen to see the trailer for next week's 
No, I, I didn't even know. Just watched it. It just came out today. Yeah. Uh, so today is September 29th. I'm not sure when this will be posted. Uh, it is Darth Maul centric. Oh my gosh. Okay. But it's kind of cool. And I, you and I are in the same camp. Like let Maul just yeah. go away. Let him be. But essentially it looks like Maul has possibly taken the ghost crew hostage. Ezra's not like around. Yeah. But he keeps talking about Ezra. And then he uses on, oh my gosh, who's the pilot? Hera. Hera, yeah. Yes. He uses the Kylo Ren mind pull on her. Oh, really? Like to pull information about Ezra. Because he's pursuing him as yeah. an apprentice like super hard. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> you know, Maul, you can be around for a bit. Because <laughs> like I said, Darth Maul is my favorite. And I don't know how I feel about him being not only in Clone Wars, but in Rebels now. Yeah, in Rebels now. It's it's just like a little bit, just a tiny bit too much. Like they're overcompensating for killing off such a badass. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, I, I think that's what it is. Is like, I think this season they might bring in uh, Boba Fett. I was just going to ask. I think they will. Who would you want to see? It's been lingering in my mind. Like, they had Lando in season one. They had Princess Leia, who was fantastically portrayed last season. Yeah. You said Boba Fett. That's awesome. Yeah, I think think you're right. Because Boba Fett, for the original trilogy, is what um, Darth Maul was to the, the the prequels. He was just, like, this offhand character that, like, was kind of in the background, and then everybody loved him. He's just like one of the, like a cult classic. He's just like one of those characters who doesn't have that many lines, and he's not really that important of a character. But like everybody loves him. Is Captain Phasma that for this new trilogy? No, I think Captain Phasma is going to play a bigger role because we kind of caught it early. Like with um with Boba Fett, they kind of caught it early too. They had him in in the other two movies, the last two movies, but. They, it's not like with Darth Maul where they kind of just killed him off and then they didn't have him for the whole rest of the, the whole rest of the series. He was a pawn, yeah. Yeah, where now they didn't even know if Captain Captain Phasma wasn't supposed to be that big of a character, right? And all of a sudden they were like, oh well, let's let's make her a girl because we don't have that many girls and everybody's complaining about that. And then they they put it out there for everybody to see. They took um they had all those uh, they had like a photo shoot. And everybody's like, oh, man, this character's so good. But then when, by that time, I think, they'd already made most of the movie, so they couldn't just add more of her. But now that they know that everybody wants more of her, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's put her in this, and we'll, I don't, I don't know. I it's... feel like she's going to, a storyline in episode eight is going to be her pursuing Finn, because he embarrassed the shit out of her. Yeah, I think that's, it's going to be like Finn versus Captain Phasma, and, um... Ray is off yeah, with Luke. Yeah, Ray is going to be. With, I was actually watching a theory video. Speaking of, we're going to do a theory, um, theory series. Yeah, theory series <laughs> later on. Yes, but um, I was watching a theory video about what exactly they're going to do in episode eight, and it was like very, very similar to um, what happened in episode five, with um, you know Ray going off to train with her Jedi master and all of a sudden she gets 
feelings that her friends are in trouble, so she'll leave that Jedi training. And her friends being Finn and Chewbacca and Poe, probably, mm-hmm. getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really funny the way that they described it, because they left in the specifics of the movie, and they just added in kind of like just brushstrokes of episode five. So it was like Poe and Finn are going to be in a beautiful city, meaning the, a, a new city in episode eight. Sure. But it, they were kind of like relating it back to Bespin. Seeing how closely they stuck to similar items of nostalgia yeah. in episode seven correlating to episode four, I could not agree with you more. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. And it's enough different to me that it's just, it's unique. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that's what they're going to do. They're probably going to do that. Goodness. We probably should dedicate a whole episode to uh, episode eight theories. Uh, But Rebels off to a really good start. Uh, Trevor and I both liked it. Like I said, uh, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10 uh, right at thegeekiverse.com. I'm going to be reviewing Rebels throughout uh, the season here weekly. So be sure to check that out. Uh, That was segment one. Coming up in segment two, uh, Trevor and I are going to start our theory series, or theories series that we call it. Uh, (laughs) So we're going to try to either support or debunk a Star Wars theory, uh, depending on on what it may be for. So it could be for episode eight. It could be Rogue One. uh, You name it. Uh, We are going to tackle that. Uh, But we'll be right back after these words. Check out the Geekiverse's official online merch store, Geek Swag, where you can pick up the latest in awesome apparel. Whether it's a Rebel Scum shirt or a straight out of Arkham shirt, we've got you covered. Geek Swag. If it's important to you, it's important to us. Visit us at thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com. Welcome back to Walking Carpet Segment 2. Again, I'm Josiah Leroy with Trevor White, and this time we have Jamie Leroy. Jimbo! Well, hello. Hello, Jimbo! (laughs) That's all we get is, well, hello. Well, hello. I think I did the same thing for the last part. (laughs) (laughs) Why, hello there. Okay. Don't you sound like a podcaster. So, uh, what we are going to tackle here today, uh, a new segment called our theories series uh this one has been circulating the interwebs this week it's gaining steam we'll have a believability scale at the end Uh, trevor and i talked about it based on a a one to ten to see how legit we think this is Uh, the theory proposes that mace windu is supreme leader snoke first thoughts yeah no. Sounds crazy. No. It's, it's really, I don't know. Windu's just one of those guys where like you didn't really need him that much. I got to say, it I mean, sounds well, crazy when you first hear it, but when you read the supporting points, it's a little less crazy. Frankly, it sounds made up. So, <laughs> <laughs> first point from the the article. Uh, so we, we found it on sci-fi.com. Uh, I apologize, it does not list the original theorist but mace windu never died sam jackson himself is a firm believer that mace windu did not die when he was cast out of a window by emperor palpatine in revenge of the sith he argues the jedi have the ability to fall great distances he's right what a uh, talent also... to have what's that what a talent to have i, I could fall really far oh I, I i have it it's it's overrated uh yeah the force lightning that the emperor used on window could also attribute to snoke's disfigurement 
Uh, by the way, they spell Snoke with an M here, so it's smokes. Smoke. So discredited right away. Get out of my house. Uh, okay, so I didn't know oh they gosh. smoked. That's I'm, really unhealthy. Seeing that Darth Maul was literally cut in half and survived. Not even just survived episode one. He made it to the Clone Wars animated series, and now he's in Rebels. Yeah. Like, when is enough enough? I think Mace Windu could have easily easily survived that. So, okay. I can get behind that. I think that he could have survived it. I don't think he should have survived it. I think he was in shock, and that is no pun intended from the lightning. (laughs) But, like, honestly, he was like, oh, my gosh, Anakin is screwing us over. You know, the chosen one. I think it's totally plausible that that could have happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a part in the video where he's talking about how um, uh, Palpatine was, like, using his full power on Windu, and then, like, he got it reflected, obviously, and that's why Palpatine looks so wrinkly and disfigured and stuff. Sure. So Windu could possibly have been fried. Yeah, but obviously not that much because I don't think... Like, he used his full power. If he was using his full power, then he would have killed himself. Right. He should have been dead. Palpatine would have killed himself, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that part checks out a little bit. I think so. Uh, The next part, Mace Windu's lightsaber is a clue. So, little geek Josiah would have known the term to this, but there was a lightsaber combat style that Mace Windu utilized. It'll hit me at some point. And it was dangerously close to the dark side. But because of his mastery of the Force, he could use it. And yeah, he's balanced between the, the light side and the dark side. And you see that purple lightsaber is the only one. And really, it's because Sam Jackson wanted a badass lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. But but people have woven that into the... That's the thing I like about Star Wars. If people really like something, and maybe it comes out in the extended universe, and... Now maybe Disney wants it, then they'll just like weave it right in there. Everything at, means at something. The time, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So it, it reads: Mace Windu used a purple lightsaber, a symbol of balance between light and the dark sides of the Force, uh, even combining the colors blue and red. So I don't agree with this supporting point because I don't think it supports it at all. Yeah. Also, uh, it does reference. I read a book which is now legend and not canon called Star Wars Shatterpoint where Mace Windu is essentially stranded on this jungle planet, and it's not Dagobah. Uh, he has to delve into, like, the really nitty-gritty dark side of the Clone Wars. But the entire time, he's in control. Yeah. So I, it is possible. I, I don't think that that means anything. Yeah. I mean, especially because, um, I mean, like you said, that book isn't canon anymore. And... Um, it's weird how things can just slip in and out of canon like that. But it hasn't been that way, really, because... Yeah. Before Disney took over, it was all canon. Yeah, everything it was, was canon. All approved and by George there Lucas. There was some stuff that kind of like overlapped, and it was weird. And now it's nice that we have like a canon. I mean, some of the stuff that you like super enjoy. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I was upset about it at first. Yeah, but I mean, Thrawn's back. That's yeah, a big one, well, right? Well, that's, that's the cool thing about the canon now is they can take stuff from the extended universe that's in Legends and tweak it a little bit and throw it right back in. Luke Skywalker had a son named Ben in the past yeah. canon. Oh, yeah. And now that's a solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. And the uh, Han and Leia had a child named Anakin Solo. 
who had turned to the dark side. So as opposed to naming him after Anakin, they named him after Ben Kenobi. So it's, there's a lot of similarities. And it's I think it's awesome to kind of read both alternate universes, if you look mm-hmm. at it that way. Oh, yeah. Um, but moving on. Finn is Windu's son, is the next point. I think that's super weak. That's... How, uh, however, let me preface this. <laughs> let me stop you right there. <laughs> son I'm of gonna a... I'm let you finish. <laughs> I, I didn't want to actually say it. You did, though. And now she said it. You got there. I didn't want to be called Kanye again. <laughs> It'll happen regardless. You're Kanye! <laughs> so I can see that the possibility. I think it'd more likely be possibly a grandson with the timeline. It'd be super close. But anyway, uh, we are supposed to find out about Finn's heritage in episode 8. Whether that means he didn't really have a famous heritage or not, we're gonna find out about his background. Yeah, is this a stretch? Like, I, maybe it's not. No, I think it's a super huge stretch. It's kind of hit or miss, honestly. I think if anything, he could be Lando's I was son. Just gonna say that, like, which how would be really awesome cool. would that be? What if we see Billy D. Williams in Episode Eight? And That's kinda, what I want. It takes that same trajectory that we saw, because you and I talked about Episode Four being like seven. Yeah, and Five is like eight. That, yeah, that'd be oh. so cool. You can call me Billy D. <laughs> okay, Lando. Well, Billy he was... D. Williams. <laughs> what if he just kind of like forgot his lines? Oh, it's Billy like... D. right now. <laughs> hey guys, you're talking about Star Wars in Josiah's house. <laughs> I think the Geekiverse is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Billy D. <laughs> Thanks, Billy D. Is Finn your son? I can't tell you that. <laughs> but yeah, he is. <laughs> well, I gotta go now. <laughs> Bye, Billy D. It was good to see you again. Oh, BD, get out of here. What a guy. (laughs) All right. Trevor, continuing on. I'm sorry. I can't even remember. I don't know. Billy D interrupted us. I'm so starstruck. I know. He looks awesome (laughs) for his age. My gosh. He's like a... Just just like Harrison Ford, you know? (laughs) Better with age. He's like wine. wine. He's like wine, you know? Like a nice wine and cheese combo. (laughs) Jimbo, Lando or Mace or none of the above? I don't know. That's all up in the air commit. for me. I'm, I can't commit no, because commit. there's no evidence for either one. I think it would be really cool if he wasn't anybody's. Like, I know that they're, famous. they're trying Yeah, they're trying to like play it off as Rey like, being related to Luke or possibly an, another theory. She's actually Palpatine or Anakin or something. And, and we'll touch on that. Obviously, obviously, like Kylo is Han and Leia's kid. So, like, I think, I don't know. Oh, hi, Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Hi. <laughs> you are definitely on fleek. That's a nice fleek. shirt. <laughs> a plug. Shameless plug. Nothing. No such thing as a shameless plug. That is a Neurosonic, courtesy of Josh Zari, of Modern Gentleman. Uh, Anyways. You heard me right. I th- Trevor, eat the damn pizza. <laughs> I'm going to eat the pizza. Eat the damn pizza, Trevor. I just didn't want to eat it on mic because it's going to sound weird. <laughs> you could, you know, move the mic. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I'd be Pizza the Hut. Oh, no. He ate himself to death. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. <laughs> okay, anyways. I think um, just having him with no connection to any, like, famous characters would be awesome. Because it's kind of like they're making it too I don't want to say too Disney because Disney's doing a really good job with Star Wars. But <laughs> never, never seen a pizza box full of glass bottles before. 
<laughs> we didn't even party. That's the thing. Like, what's happening? Oh my gosh. But yeah, I I don't want him to be connected to any part of the old movies. I think a new um, a new heritage of like non-existent or somebody completely characters. out of the blue that no one thought of. Yeah, maybe somebody. <laughs> So, some Chewbacca? recurring character that's completely <laughs> random. I oh, wanted. That's, that's weird. I really. Oh gosh. <laughs> that's why I'm so hairy. I wanted Ray before I saw Force Awakens to be disconnected. I wanted her to be her yeah. own character. But as I started watching the movie, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope she's one of ours. <laughs> like, and I, I st- we don't know that still. Yeah. So I still hope that is the case. But she is too awesome of a character. I think not to be connected to somebody. Yeah. Another, another theory that I kind of, I don't know if I was the first one to think it, but I definitely, me and my friend Luke, shout out to Luke in Warsaw. Hopefully. Oh, Luke. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's really your funny. other friend, Han. Sounds <laughs> yeah. made up to me. But anyways. Just kidding, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> um, we kind of came up with this thing where we were just talking about um, the new movie that's coming out. Uh, Rogue One, and we were like, man, wouldn't it be really cool if, like, Luke and Jin Erso, like, I don't know how, but somehow they hooked up. No, it's possible. It would be so cool, right? I, I had that thought as well. And because maybe that's she, something we should write up ourselves. She really has the makings of, like, Amara Jade. Yes, she does. I thought that too. Yeah. She totally resembles her. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a badass, like the same uh, um, kind of like body frame in terms of height, and she's got the hair color. Like, yeah. She is like, she totally could pass off as that. And people yeah. keep saying, oh, this is not a Skywalker story. I'm like, mm, not it so sure. Be. Yeah. It kind of I love I the mean, thought of that. This is why Star Wars is so awesome. Think about all this speculation yeah. that's such a joy to you talk about. Have purpose. And it's I mean, so can, good though. And you can do the same with like, I mean, you can't really do that with Marvel Comics because Marvel Comics is established, and they have sure. their storylines down. And you can maybe do it with like future comics, but it's these are big time yeah. characters. And there's so much, there's so many gaps, like time gaps, where you have like the old Republic, and then you have like a thousand years in between, and then you have you know the prequels. And everything in between the prequels and the Clone Wars. Like, I was super excited when the Clone Wars cartoon came out. Because I really, really liked that Samurai Jack-style Clone Wars cartoon that came out. Because I was like, you know what? Nobody... I've never seen anything like this before. I totally forgot about those. The two-parter from Cartoon Network. That was really good. Honestly, besides the movies, like, discount all the movies. Or, well, discount, like, the original prequels. Sure. Or the original um, series. That has got to be my favorite Star Wars things over any of the movies besides the originals. Do you remember? Because I was obsessed with those two. Yeah. And goodness, I got to watch them now. That would be a fun kind of rewind theater, if you will. Oh, yeah. They, when Grievous comes into the Capitol and they show him taking Chancellor right before episode three. Mm-hmm. Something happens, and I can't remember because it was years ago now, <laughs> where they shot him or pulled off a little bit of his armor. Yes. And that was the reason that he that was he coughing was, in episode three. and everything like that, yeah. And it hooked together, and I don't know if that's canon anymore. 
It's not. That's so sad. Only it's so the good. Uh, Jamie. I have to show you. I don't know if we've watched it. I think I wanted to watch it with you. I was. I have them. Do you on DVD? Oh I'm, man, I have like, I have like a weird. Maybe it's like the second season. Gotcha. Because I don't have. I don't think I have the first season. It, it was, was a like two-parter. A weird, yeah. I I have both. Oh man, they that's, were they're so good. Really good, and that yeah. was the basis for the Clone Wars animated show to follow. Yeah. So, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Jamie, we got to watch it. It's really good. Deal. <laughs> it's really good. We have a list of movies, and I'm putting, it's legend I'm now, putting but it's freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, to further the point with Finn getting back to him being Windu's son, I don't agree with this at all. It says Finn was a garbage collector whose first real mission was a rather important one that accompanied Kylo Ren. Kylo also seems to treat Finn differently. It's probably because he didn't shoot his gun into, you know, a helpless yeah, pool of citizens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably because he's the only one who didn't, you know, follow along and do what everyone else was doing. I don't think noticed. it has anything to do with him being special. I think Kylo looked at him like, what the hell was that? I like the idea of what, him. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Look at your life. Look at your choices. <laughs> It's a YouTube video floating kind of day. Look at your life. Look at your choices. <laughs> I'm going to force choke the hell out of you. <laughs> Kylo Ren's words, not mine, folks. <laughs> That's in the director's cut. <laughs> Lord says I do a good sassy gay Kylo. <laughs> oh, you sound like a Galeon. The Galeon. Okay. <laughs> The uh, the next point in this theory that we love to get off on tangents, uh, if you know the Gigaverse, we do tangents. The Tangiverse. Yeah, very well. <laughs> the Awakening was Finn's, not Ray's, would be the next point. So again, the, the Awakening was Finn's, not Ray's. Don't agree. You know what? I partially agree. I feel like yeah. the Force has a spot with Finn, but it's not... Ray is the Awakening Force. It could have been the both of them. That's I, true. Or and honestly, things. Kylo, because he... We don't know how much training he had with Luke before yeah. he went rogue. He's starting to feel a little bit of the good in him. And that could have been the awakening. I think there's conflict think in all three of those characters. Yeah. Uh, let me let me read the paragraph. It says, as, as the video points out, there is an accompanying video. The moment Snoke mentions to Ren that there has been an awakening, Rey had not yet exhibited any Force sensitivities. However, Finn had. I don't know about that. Uh, if Finn is Windu's son, he would be a Force sensitive as well. But due to the non exhibiting any Force sensitivities at an early age, Snoke sought out a different pupil who he could train instead Kylo Ren. I don't know about that. I like the idea of him being Force sensitive because I also kind of have a theory that Poe Dameron is Force sensitive. Okay. I mean, and- he, he, I think it's kind of established a little bit with um the comic that came out about luke giving the force sensitive tree to poe's mom shattered empire yeah that was a good series yeah um so i mean he's obviously he's got to be pretty force sensitive but i think um i think personally that the awakening that they're talking about in the force awakens is all of them kind of learning or not learning that they're Force-sensitive, more Rey learning that she's Force-sensitive. And like, ultra-powerful because she potentially has Skywalker genes. Yeah, 
But it's all of them. No, seriously. Yeah. Well, no, that was not meant to be funny. I just pictured like a pair of jeans on the <laughs> <laughs> Like mom jeans. Like, like the sisterhood <laughs> of the traveling pants. Princess <laughs> Leia jeans. Only they give you force sensitivity. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> It's just like... It's not an episode of Walking Carpet unless I go... Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so, that point, I I really don't agree with no, terribly, yeah. but I feel like Finn's got a little bit of force in him because he is... Well, first of all, the battle in the middle with the Stormtrooper on Takodano. Yeah. With the lightsaber. Um... Yeah, and, pe- and normal people aren't supposed to be that... They're not supposed to be that good with a lightsaber. And he was quite good. And he was, yeah, and he was actually and pretty decent. holds his own to a point against Kylo Ren. I mean, yeah. Kylo Ren's cl- clearly in control, kind of like Vader was against Luke in Episode Five, but it's not... It's nothing to sneeze at. Either. No, yeah, definitely you know? not. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Next point. Snoke saw the rise and fall of the Empire. I think this is kind of weak. This means Snoke would have been present in the prequel trilogy, like Mace Windu. Windu is still alive, if still alive, would have gone into hiding like the few remaining Jedi and would have witnessed the rise and fall of the Empire. I don't Uh, think that that supports the point at all. No. It's just kind of saying, oh yeah, you didn't see them together, so... Laura Santeca saw that. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you haven't seen me and Batman together. I was about to say that. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm Batman, but have you ever seen me in a room? No, I've never seen you with Batman before. Are you Batman? I didn't say I was Batman. (laughs) (laughs) So you heard it here. Jim (laughs) thinks that she's Batman. Yeah, sure you are, Batman. Jim Gordon. (laughs) Oh gosh, that's embarrassing. (laughs) How anyone who knows Batman at all knows that Jim Gordon is not Batman. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. This is a different kind of night podcast, <laughs> not the dark night. I, I thought you said low. I thought you said Lobo. <laughs> what if I said Lobot? Do you know who Lobot is? Yeah, he, yeah. What if that's that what was I meant. my twenty questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I oh, win! No. Damn it! He got it at zero. <laughs> <laughs> the next Beat point. Beat that! <laughs> Beat that! You son of a gun! <laughs> <laughs> Take that! Take that! Sam, Sam. Sam Sarvis presented that way funnier than it was. Oh, I because know. Because she made it a song. It was supposed to be a song in the video. It was just not. But it just did, it wasn't as funny as when Sam said it. Nothing will ever be funnier than Sam singing. That. Take I, that. <laughs> take that. Shout out, Sam. We can uh, we can make <sighs> that video. Sam's married in a few weeks. Shout out, Sam. Oh, yeah. Congrats, I Sam. I can't remember what. Budnitsky? Forgive Budzinski. me. Budzinski. Budzinski. I'm sorry. Sam I know Budzinski. that because I typed. I'm gonna call her Sammy Bud. Sammy Buds. <laughs> uh, That's next. cute. That's even cuter than Sam Sarvis, which just like Sam Sarvis is. It just rings. I've known Sam for about five years now, and it's just it's gonna be weird, you know. It's like one of those people where you always say their last name. Like we had a lot of those in my high school class. I'm gonna call her Sam Sarvis, though. I think just forever. Just yeah. forever. <laughs> um, next point: Snoke's vendetta is with the Skywalkers. Whatever. And the Skywalkers are a dramatic family. Yeah. Uh, Mace Windu was betrayed by Anakin Skywalker. By the way, they spelled Anakin A N I K A N. Anikon. Credibility lost again. Yeah. Uh, he already had none, so he's just in the negatives now. <laughs> oh, he's overdrafted. When he was not about to execute the Emperor, 
this would have been more than enough to solidify his hatred and push him to the dark side. Speaking revenge on the Skywalkers by infiltrating the minds of their offspring, turning them to the dark side as well. So <laughs> that I, is that's trippy. So, that's so dark. That is kind of cool. I don't think it adds credence to this. You think he no. had that kind of vendetta? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pal- well, listen, Palpatine had the plan years in the making. Yeah. Because he created Anakin, essentially. Yeah. So it's not out of the realm that Snoke would want to do something like this. I don't know. I don't think that's a great point. No, I don't, I don't think so either, but I think it's a really cool idea. I think we call that uh, grabbing straws, reaching for straws. Am I right? Grasping at straws? Shut up, Jim. <laughs> Good try. Bo. Why are you here? No, sir. You are the idiom. Get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> <laughs> so many quotes. <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> You'd love to be on our podcast, would you, Gerald? <laughs> I feel like if you were in high school, that would be your senior quote. Just Gerald. <laughs> Gerald, get off Gerald. the rock, Gerald. And everyone would... Gerald, I bet you that one guy, Gerald. <laughs> I bet you'd like to play with this pair, Gerald. <laughs> so, uh, next point. Let me see how many we got more. This is the last point. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Because this theory is definitely not good on the believability scale. Kylo Ren uses Mace Windu's signature move. Whoa, now, fella. Okay, that's a grasp because, one, there's no such thing as a signature move. I don't think... For Mace Windu, particularly. Yeah. Maybe Palpatine, because there is that Ray Palpatine theory we'll talk about in a future episode. Yeah. But this... No. Mace fights with a lightsaber against another lightsaber wielder for about 60 seconds in all yeah. of Star Wars. And, He's not I mean, allowed to have a signature for that short of a fight scene. In the video, no. In the video, you can kind of see that he does do like a backswing thing, but I don't think they were kind of aiming for that... In The Force Awakens with Kylo Ren. Because, uh, I don't know. It's it's just that, like, it's a style of fighting. And I know that, I don't think anyways, that George Lucas, like, intended for there to be a style of fighting. I think that's more of, like, an extended universe thing where people were like, Oh, yeah, there's, there's um, these colored lightsabers for this kind of Jedi and there's this color lightsaber for this kind of Sith and you know there's these fighting styles and it's like okay I mean they didn't explain that in the movies and it's cool that you added that into you know I mean it's in it's in all these different books if you look at um I'm I'm reading the Darth Bane series right now which follows uh an old old school old school sith lord and it in in like the sith temples they teach you different styles and they mention different styles of fighting and everything like that so um and of course that's a legends book now it's not canon right but um i don't think in the movies they're uh you know mentioning i don't think they're trying to add that type of thing into the movies yet maybe for ray's training sequence maybe they'll add that in and then that'll give some some steam behind this theory. But I don't think that they're trying to do that. Here's a question. Do you think they're going to run up that huge winding staircase like Rocky? I hope so. That'd be cool. Ba, 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 <laughs> ba, ba, ba. That's a very popular theory ba, with me. Ba, ba. <laughs> I really like that. That's a 10 out of 10. Oh, thank you. And I hope they play that music, too. <laughs> well, damn, not, Jackie, not, I can't change the weather. <laughs> it's not the actual song. It's just Josiah going, ba-ba-ba. <laughs> For copyright purposes, that was me humming. Or ba or whatever you call it. 
So Mace Windu is Supreme Leader Snoke, assigned a number to it on the believability scale for our theory series. Trevor. Three. Jimbo. Oh, that's low. I was gonna go with something more middle of the road, like how much do you believe all those facts presented? Trevor has a three. Think about it. Oh, it based solely on the facts given? Yeah. Like, do I have to believe all of the points? No. Out of that argument, do you believe Mace Windu is Snoke? What is the likelihood of that in episode eight or nine? I'm going to give it a 4.5. Wow. I give it a one. Ooh. Yeah, honestly, if they do that, if they go through with this, it's going to ruin the new movies for me. I'm not gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna fall at about the same level as the prequels because that's reaching. I think that's a big reach. So, the Geekiverse will uh, will go. We average our scores. We give it a two point seven five on the believability scale. Two point seven five out of ten. Only upswung by Jamie. <laughs> hey, four point five. Really? I don't know. What? I'm easily swayed. <laughs> You're sweet. What was most compelling about that Are to you? You? <laughs> I look, you look like more of leather to me. <laughs> not a compliment, Trevor. <laughs> Don't go out in the rain, Jamie. <laughs> I guess not. Oh, man. What? 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 What are you doing? <laughs> so, what swayed you on this? I don't know. That must. You really must think this could really happen? Number, then, huh? I leave it at a one because I think anything's possible. Yeah. So do I. But and then that's if it, it. If it is right, you're all going to be like, wow, Jamie knew. Oh, yeah. September 29th, 2016, the, the day Jamie blew the Snoke theory. Totally. We'll remember this forever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't buy it. I got nothing no. on it. What if he's not somebody we already know? Is that a theory? That whoa, Snoke whoa, whoa. That's Snoke? for a future episode. Okay, bye. <laughs> no, it, you're right. That is very possible. Everyone is trying to theorize about who he is no, that's who like, he was before, I think, but could he just be Snoke? And I think you might agree with me. <laughs> he's Plagueis. Or Plagueis, depending on who you ask. Yeah. It makes the most sense. There is a good theory out there. There's a, a number of good whoa, theories. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Drink your apple cider, Jim. Your your gumption. Uh, <laughs> your gumption. Sorry. <laughs> I'll kill you. Sponsored by gumption. <laughs> I'll kill you. Sponsored by gumption. <laughs> Where was I going with this point? I don't know. There's a lot of good He's theories out there. The theme song. John Williams is brilliant. The theme song behind. Yes. When Palpatine yeah. sits down with Anakin at the opera in the Senate chambers, that very low opera bassy tone is the same minus one like half pitch. I forget what the that's called. Um, my buddy Ian from Warsaw. Shout out to Ian You're just, from Warsaw. Are you making people? I, I hi. My Ian. group of my friends. My friend Jeff from Warsaw. <laughs> I know a Jeff from there Warsaw. There is a Jeff Trevor's from Warsaw. Poland. No, my 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 friends at home, we have a really big, not a really big group of people, but we're, we have like four of us. We're all super oh, big, huge. super big Star Wars fans. Um, Get out. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I just gave Jamie the dirtiest look and I didn't mean to do it. But It wasn't even that dirty, which no. is funny, but you know. Um, but we, we just have like, 
our group of friends are super big into Star Wars, and we each kind of have like a facet of Star Wars knowledge that we kind of specialize in. So like when we went to go see the Star Wars movies, my buddy Ian went to music school at Mercyhurst. Shout out Mercyhurst. Oh my god! Since I'm giving shout outs, <laughs> um, in the, he's in the music program to be a music teacher. So he picked up he picked that up right away. It was crazy. He was like, "Hey, did you guys hear um, that?" I think it's called like th- like throat singing. Oh Could, yeah, Sheldon it, does it like, on uh, the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's like super super nailed deep. it. <laughs> yeah, we're so good. Did at you this. all hear that crisp by five? Uh, we are Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the podcast episode. Is that like we are Groot. Yeah. <laughs> we are Snoke. <laughs> we are Snoke. <laughs> But he picked up on that right away, and none of us, none of us saw it. It's so, it's the same. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So uh, I had to go back and listen to it, obviously, and it's very, it's so good. I, I mean, I really, really like that, and I really hope that they did that on purpose. I'm like, I'm. It was, or I'll say it was purposely done. Yeah. But whether that was because it is Plagueis, or if it was. Meant to throw us off yeah. is or their if prerogative. Was, if it was meant to be Palpatine instead, even though it's named like Plagueis' theme or something like that. Yeah. The Tragedy of Darth Plagueis or whatever. Yeah, I think, yeah that's the name of the um, song. But anyways. Goodness. Maybe that'll be the lead in the song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the oh. <laughs> and it's so good. Like, if you just sit down and listen to it. I remember one day I was like studying and I was listening to Star Wars music and that came on. And I replayed it. I put it on repeat. I was like, dude, this song is so good. I don't know what uh, it was about it. I listen to the Force Awakens soundtrack at least once every two weeks. Oh, yeah. I don't have a problem. No. So that's... some kind of spoiler on that in the title of the songs? Oh, no. That was episode one. So (laughs) (laughs) I was listening to Jared Petty from IGN. And the soundtrack for The Phantom Menace came out a month before it, which is why Star Wars... Now everything comes out a month after the movie, so there's no yeah. spoilers. <laughs> One of the songs is called Qui-Gon Jinn's Noble End. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? The first mistake of the prequels right there. Yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Really even came I mean, out, I was eight. You guys would have been, what, five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we knew. They Don't think see. we didn't know. They see. Yeah. So I think that wraps up segment two here for Walking Carpet, the Geekiverse's weekly Star Wars podcast. What do you think? We want to hear your comments. Get a hold of us on social media. Is Mace Windu Snoke? Not a chance. If he is, give us some reasons why you think that's believable. Uh, We've got one more segment today. Uh, We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, it's Trevor White. And Jamie Leroy from It's a Thing Media. Want to keep up on the latest in cuisine, music, and culture in Buffalo? Check out buffalostuff.net. Find restaurant reviews, art happenings, music news, and other Buffalo stuff written by Buffalonians for Buffalonians. Buffalostuff.net. My mic sounds nice. Check one. (laughs) Welcome back to Walking Carpet. (laughs) That is the intro. I didn't think that was going to be part of Lonely Island. Got to represent. Oh, man. Again. Join. Turtleneck and chain sipping on a light beer. I'm Josiah Leroy with Jamie Leroy and Trevor White, the Bruner 2.0. Hey, what's up? Hi. 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 I'm 
Final segment of Walking Carpet episode 11. We've had a blast tonight filming. Actually, just recording. No camera. <laughs> uh, Wait, we're filming? I've been on camera this whole time? Yep. <laughs> yep. And the final segment. 20 questions. A Star Wars game. <laughs> Our favorite segment, Trevor is the reigning... Goodness, three or four-time MVP. Wow. It's one you and Xbox One. It's it's three. Trevor, like, the three-time MVP, and I'm the, at least three. I'm the twelve-time yeah. LVP. <laughs> Seeing that we've only had ten shows, it that really for, sucks. It's yeah. least valuable play. Well, I was I was twice before we started. Walking carpet MVPs. <laughs> I had Trevor for episode six, episode nine. And ten. Okay, so yeah, three-time MVP, Trevor wow. White. You really should record Kids, the LVP. Kids, if you learn your Star Wars knowledge, you'll get an Xbox One. <laughs> That's really the lesson from all of this. So, twenty questions. My contestants, in this case, Trevor and Jamie, have twenty yes or no questions. No ambiguity, am I right? <laughs> no. And they must come up with the character, place, or thing that I am thinking of that has to do with the Star Wars universe, canon, or legend. That being said, you guys have 20 questions. If there is a question that I don't like, I'm going to send it back to you and not hold it against you. You may begin now. And let me tell you, this is my favorite segment. I missed it so much this I know, summer. I missed it too. I like, really did. I cried in my bed every night. <laughs> holding a lightsaber. All right. It's really preventable to like... We, we could just do the, the segment and then you wouldn't cry anymore. My tears would be few and far between. To be fair, he didn't tell us before this. Yeah. You're all dead. 20 questions, you may begin. Okay, so the first hint was he said from the canon and the legends, so we have a lot to cover. I'm going to hope it's not from the legends because he knows I know nothing about the legends. <laughs> just remember, Trevor questions may world. not be mutually exclusive. Yeah, you can't say, is it from the canon? Because, you know. I can just say sure. Yeah. It's yes or no. And Get plus, it right. Okay. It's yes or no, maybe so. You want to go with character first? Yeah, we should probably do characters. Is it a character? Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Ding. Um. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> we need Adam. Her sound effects. Kool Aid Man just bursts in and says, "Oh yeah." <laughs> we also need when there's <laughs> a negative response. Trevor's. Oh no. Luckily, we have him for it's that. It's been so long. I even heard the, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if the mic picked it up because I kind of said it quiet. It's too far away. <laughs> Jamie's HP says it did. <laughs> Thanks, HP. Picked it up. Thanks, Harry Potter. It's not Harry Potter this time. I was about Sponsor to say. HP. <laughs> I wish. That'd Brought awesome. to you by my crappy old HP. Oh, Seth just liked one of my tweets. Aww. Hey, Seth. All right. Hey, yeah. Shout out, Seth. Shout out, Seth. Cap Americanski, am I right? All right, question two. Um, uh, what should we do next? Because I'm kind of having a brain fart tonight. Usually well, I have like a good... What Tr we Trevor, do... don't swear. Get oh, out. <laughs> I said brain, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Usually we would go with, you know, do they originate in the prequels or the... As in what was their first appearance? Right. Or, I mean, or episode seven. But then again, if it's not from the seven Yeah, years? if it's from, like, the comics or the movie, or the cartoons or something, or something like that. Like that. Should we say that? Do they, like, 
if they originate from the movies or the books or something? I guess so. I gotta lean toward it not being from the books. How about from like the cartoon? Should we say that? I could. Do they originate from the cartoon? Uh, he's gonna bounce <laughs> it back. That's bouncing back. That's not. Oh no. Specific enough. So it feels like what they're, cartoon? They're probably. Oh, from uh, from the three D cartoon. What? No. Either Rebels or no. Okay. No. Whoa! That was my welcome scream. Okay. <laughs> so that dead on. I'm sorry, I don't speak monkey. Waka Kiki. <laughs> Question three three. Hiki <laughs> <laughs> tiki. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I can't wait for a series of unfortunate events to come out on Netflix. And here's a quick plug: I'll be writing or I'll be finishing an article soon about the. You know, the um, movie? The hindsight review. Yes, a hindsight review on the Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events movie starring Jim Carrey and, and how it might compare to Neil Patrick Harris as Count Olaf. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> and that was my plug. Anyway, back to 20 questions. <laughs> Question three. Um, should we ask if it's from, if they're from the movie or should we? No, What's the record, by the way? Eight? I want to say eight. Yeah. I don't think we're going to break it, to be I perfectly think eight, honest. Eight was the record that we had set on the video version of Walking Carpet. So. Yeah. Oh, this is clean if slate, If you're playing though. at home, see if you can beat these fools. All right. Number three. <laughs> this is a clean slate. No. Yeah. No. Nope. Kind of, but not. A little bit? It's a... No. Like a it's car- like, not um, even. It's like you wiped it off, but there's still streaks. It's like a slate that needs a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still listening to this podcast? Oh, I hope so. If you are, thank you. Get out. (laughs) Um, let's... Alright, we're at seven minutes, guys. Okay. So that means like an hour and seven minutes for the listeners at home. Alright, so... Let's ask... Let's jump straight to which set of movies. (laughs) Or should we see if they're male or female? Okay. No, let's do let's do movies because male or female can kind of it's vague because there's a lot of male or female characters. I suppose. Um. Which do you want to do? The uh, originals, the prequels, let's, or episode seven? Let's <laughs> do the prequels. Oh, it could be Rogue One. <laughs> oh, maybe. Huh. Okay. Well, sorry that was really loud. <laughs> Rip headphone users. Where does that fall into? Because you've got prequel trilogy, you've got original trilogy, and now sequel trilogy being seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Where, so where is where does Rogue One stand? Rogue One would it's be a technical prequel. They'd be standalone uh, films. Oh, damn you, Trevor! Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey. Um, let's uh. <laughs> let's ask if the sexy zombie party. <laughs> I love Tina so much. Uh, I hope they do a Star Wars version of uh, Bob's Burgers. <gasps> Me too. Yeah. That'd be amazing. It's Bob's Burgers, the Star Wars episode. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> is it is it from the original trilogy? Stemming? Do they do, originate? Yeah, do, do they originate? In is the, their first appearance in, in the, original? the original trilogy? Yes. Chronologically. Okay. Yes. Bing! All right. Question four coming oh. up. We're doing kind of good. You guys are doing very good. Um, do male or female? Or yeah, male or I mean, female. No. Oh, man. A human 
we should we should they do human or alien. Okay, you mean or droid? <clears throat> yeah, so let's pick one: human, alien, or droid. You want to do humanoid? Good like, call, Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no good call that you said humanoid versus right, human. rather than human because no one's human. Yeah. Am I right, Galians? No. <laughs> Galians. All right. Question four: Are they humanoid? Yes. Ha! Bing! Ha! All right. What do you want to do, male or female? I mean, it's fifty-fifty. Just female. choose one. <laughs> Are they female? No. Ha! Ah! Okay, so a male. Coming up on question six. A male are... non-humanoid character from originate the original the... trilogy. They originate in the original trilogy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Trippy, am I right? I kind of have a guess. But I'm not quite sure. You, I don't mind if, if you burn one because you're probably you going to carry the team. Guess, you're dead. If no, you but there's so it, many people. No. No, this is question six. The Holy record smokes. is eight. I, I think it's eight. I think it's eight. eight. I don't it think was, it was seven. It was nine for a while. A long time. Then, yeah. And then we got eight. No thanks to me. Yeah. Um. So question six. Question six. You let's see. Shot in the dark. Well, let's guess which movie they're from. Okay, you're because wasting questions. So no, it's not a waste right of now. questions though, because like you you first see Chewbacca in episode four. You first see Jabba the Hutt. No, you first see Jabba the Hutt in Neither episode. Neither of them, might I point out, oh. are humanoid. Oh, they're humanoid. Okay. Um Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest. You sounded okay. like Michael Scott. <laughs> um You've no idea how f- how high I can fly. You mean with? What was that an office quote? It was, yeah. Oh damn! That is wow. like a quote over. from Michael Gary Scott. <laughs> okay. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Wayne Michael Gretzky, Jordan. Michael Gary Scott, <laughs> Josiah Leroy. I said Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Oh, Jordan my gosh. might as well. All have right. Been. Well, I don't know if you have question six or not, but maybe that gumption will help you. Probably not. Question six should be. We should. I want to take a guess up. and set the record real low. No. Or you could do high. one more question, and then set the record on and then seven. Set the record. Yeah. I let's mean, do one more. Regardless, question. it'll be whatever we do. It'll be a record on podcast twenty questions. No. <laughs> Walking oh. carpet is one entity. Fine. <laughs> Don't whatever. you dare. Don't you dare. Let's let's see which movie they're from. Okay. Um, Originate. Yeah, which movie they originate? Mm. Um, I would there's guess a, a New Hope. A New Hope? Yeah. Okay. Well, I a don't new pope. No, no, let's do it. It's definitely not Return of the Jerk Eye. <laughs> <laughs> because that cuts a lot of the main characters in to that movie. So let's. Well, it do. doesn't really narrow. I mean, it Jamie's down, wearing a Return of the Jedi shirt that used to be mine. Trevor's wearing an awesome shirt for a band called Cause for a Hero. Yeah, uh, I am doing the Where's Waldo shirt, so that's always good. Just for a, those of you at home that can't visual visualize. Here. Hey, quick plug. If you want a cool shirt, <laughs> go look at the Geekiverse shirts. We've got, right. we've Do you got cool know, ones. Do you want to know where to find them? We've got cool ones. We'll tell you. <laughs> can you guess? <laughs> <laughs> can you guess? Where's Waldo? Where's his shirt? I don't know. It's the gigaverse.storeenv.com, just so you know. Okay. Very good. <laughs> okay, so let's go with our, do they originate from episode one? 
or episode, no, 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 episode no. four. Not our question. Do they originate from episode four? <gasps> Close one. Yes. Okay. Bing! All right. So that was six. You got yes. seven coming up, guys. Male humanoid from episode one. Or episode four. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. He's, you know what? He's just thinking back to 1977 when he went to see it for the first yeah. time. And it was episode When he one. was negative 20. <laughs> not, Give or take. Not negative 20. <laughs> negative 13. Something like that. 16. Negative 16. I got there. Okay. okay um, well. So we got Han, Chewie, Luke. No, not, not Chewie. Han. Okay. Han, <laughs> Luke. Chewie's not. Are you saying he might be humanoid? I'm humanoid. Right. And I'm Harry. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> Chewie is not humanoid. Chewie is not humanoid. Okay. Han, Luke, Ben. Uh, ben. Ben Solo, what a Fruit Loop. He didn't come out for a while. Could we count Vader? Because Vader's technically a human. He's a cyborg. Be careful how you ask any question you ask. <laughs> don't ask anything you don't want to count as a question. Oh, okay. Um... Wait, is your shirt red and white? Yes, that's a question. <laughs> if you want to use that as a question, I'll mark it down. <laughs> that's that's baloney. Um, to set the record, question seven. Uh, we got Tarkin. You want to take a shot in the dark? You want to say who you were thinking earlier, or? Well, I was thinking, I was thinking Jabba the Hutt, but he's not oh, humanoid. No. I'm kind of thinking. <laughs> Kind of thinking Tarkin. Have we not used him? No. no I don't think okay. we've used Tarkin before. Um, There's also like other admirals and lieutenants and craps that I have no idea about. I kind of don't think it's going to be one that you can't even think of their name. But well, you no, never but it's know. Like, it's like, it's in there. It's just I don't remember their names. Yeah. Um, Let's go. Is it Grand Moff Tarkin? Question seven. You're right! Oh my gosh! <laughs> holy cow! Holy cow! What? what? Oh man. What? Changed the record, my Are friend. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh man. Dude, that was freaking awesome. Yeah, if I had really an extra good. PS4, I'd give it to you right now. <laughs> holy crap. Trevor is me. inside my head. Oh man. He said Tarkin like two minutes ago, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and in fact, I think I whispered into the mic, are you kidding me? Well done. That may have tipped him off a little bit. Thanks a lot, Rebels Season 3 premiere. <laughs> I'm going to have to get more creative, because Trevor oh, just man. set the record at, well, Jamie too, I guess. Ah, I seven. Wasn't even, I wasn't even counting. No, you did help. You helped seven questions. Well done, were, guys. Holy crap. Job of the hut. Yeah. Pizza the Hut. I can't figure. He's not even in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that make us? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I love somewhere so much. We should do I see a special edition. As big as mine. Or Spaceballs, not Thumbwars. Thumbwars is something same, different. You know, same realm. <laughs> no, because in Thumbwars, it's, in some no. words, it's Jabba the Bot. <laughs> And they're super creepy. Yeah, and they're like so the Yoda is like, touch your tongue to mine. Oh my gosh! It's like, they stop had, it. It's gross. They one. had that movie, and then they had um like advertisements for other, like thumb related movies. Yeah, and they oh, had the Thumb Witch Project. Yes. Oh my gosh! I want to see that. No. So nope. 
It's Every creepy, and I hate stupid. that I own that on DVD. I Thumb own some wars. Dude, enough. I love it's that. It's so dude. creepy. Why I does a thumb it. have teeth? I don't know. So we <laughs> should do a special edition 20 questions at, at one of our milestones, mm-hmm. like milestone episodes of Spaceballs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, There's man. not a lot of characters, but they would be freaking awesome. What, what I would episode be so is bad this? at that. This is 11. So let's I thought do we had more. 20, but... maybe, or 15? Uh, no, at, at episode 20, I want you guys to give me the 20 oh, questions. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. do... That makes sense. So, so let's maybe, do episode 15. 15. Mm-hmm. 15. Yeah. All right. The Jack Eichel episode. So uh, <laughs> that being said, that was a freaking awesome time that we had just filming... Filming again. Recording wow. episode 11 of Walking Carpet. The Geekiverse is super proud of this. Uh, we're going to give some some plugs here so you can, guys, you can follow us on all of our social media content. Uh, first of all, Facebook. You can catch us facebook.com slash the Geekiverse. Twitter and Instagram. We are at the underscore Geekiverse. Don't have us MySpace. I'm sorry. We're not that progressive. Uh, <laughs> YouTube. You can find us youtube.com slash C slash the Geekiverse. That's the letter C. Also, we have a merchandise store if uh, you so choose. There are some nice t-shirts we have going on, including our Straight Out of Arkham shirt. Uh, that is at... The best seller. That is a bestseller. We had it at Nickel City Con and Buffalo Comic Con, and it, it flew off the shelves. Thegeekiverse.storeenv.com. Uh, Jimbo, is that right? Yes, yeah, sir. Okay. <laughs> On social media, where can we find you, Trevor? Um, at Trevor underscore white underscore on Twitter. Okay. Um, I'm sure you could find like my Instagram and stuff like that if you wanted to. You could probably just Google him. Yeah, just Google He's me. He's pretty famous. Just Google me. Don't pour over me. <laughs> over me. Jimbo, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, I am. <laughs> couples Retreat. No, not Couples Retreat. Oh, no. Uh-oh. It's a Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler movie. Uh-oh. Oh, what is the name of that movie? It's actually kind of Just funny. go with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. No, that's, I that's... that was Drew Barrymore. No. No? Oh my gosh, 51st oh, well. Dates. You are an amateur. They have a lot of movies together. Yeah. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore are all best of, friends. All of two. Not, you are dead. Anyway. I am pulling your mic. You can find right me now. on Twitter calling Josiah an idiot at Jamie Lynn Leroy. Uh, <laughs> call, him, call him an idiot right now on Twitter. So <laughs> I will. You bet your uh, butt I will. <laughs> if you do, I will find you. And I will kill you. I don't think he's going to do it, guys. We're going to do it anyway. I might find you. I probably won't kill you. That's no promise. I'm sitting right in front of you, so I think you are full of crap. Return of the Yeti. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at Josiah D. Leroy on Twitter. Find me on Facebook and Instagram. Same way. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We had an absolute blast. Uh, We'll be back next week. Uh, Also, stay tuned. We are going to start another few podcasts but the next one that i'm going to be hosting is going to be called geeks got game our all video game podcast for the geekiverse so for trevor white jamie Leroy, i am josiah Leroy. thank you so much for listening we'll see you soon may the force be with you <laughs> may the schwartz be with you may the schwartz be with you <laughs> cue music <laughs> <laughs>